This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, okay. Uh, good morning everybody, or good afternoon. I'm not sure what, what it counts as, but I'd like to speak about, we're going from Frankfurt to Mainz, um, like I said, when we spoke in the introduction, mines, uh, worms are the cradle of Ashna's jury. But we still, I still want to use time now, the time to speak about where we has just been, because one of the most fascinating parishes in terms of seminal influences in Yiddishkeit and the way things work happened over here. And I want to speak about somebody whose cave we were by, but we don't know, obviously, and that's Reb Nassim Adler. We'll, we'll, we'll um, understand soon how Reb Nassim Adler, in many ways, was one of the most seminal figures in Ashna's jury. Reb Nassim Adler was born in 1751 and died in 1800, which means he was 49 years old when he was Nifta. That's an incredibly short life. He was an outstanding go'on. He never ever forgot anything. He never ever, um, there was nothing he didn't know. The best safer, and like I always like to say where I get my information from, the best thing written about him was called Derech HaNesher, which is one of those monographs that uses letters, chuvas, things like that to construct. And, and everything that he writes, he sources. And you can say, this is a story told over, this is a letter written, this is some safer rights, and so on. So, Reb Nossin Adler was a, a genius beyond words. At the age of 20, he opened the yeshiva. He learned by the Pnei Yeshua, but it's hard to say that the Pnei Yeshua was a Rebbe of his. He was a whole different world. But he learned by Ibn Yeshua, he learned by some other people. Um, because he had this incredible memory, he never wrote down any divertira. He held that it's also for him. The hetatrite divertira is just because of Eislas Hashem. Because his memory was infallible, he was not allowed to write. What he did write was he made little squiggles next to places in, 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 in where he was learning to remind him that he had a shat or whatever it is. By all counts, his derech and learning, and again, this is from derech Nesher, he quotes Talmidim. He was a tremendous Pashtun, very soft-spoken, and if you asked him a shayla, l'mashla on a taste, so he sat in the inner room, the Bacham sat in the outside room. If they had any kashas, they came to him. If you had a kash on a Taisa he would typically tell you the Gemara, Rashi, with Taisa's Valpair. And when he finished telling you Taisa, you, you scratched your head and you said to yourself, hey, what happened to the kasha? That was his very big passion. His anivas was incredible. He was an anav. He, he was called by the people Herr Adler. He insisted most people call him Mr. Adler. And he was extremely low-key, had no official position. He was a tremendous Yadin in Kabbalah. 
the Chassam Sefer writes about him that his his understanding of Shvila de Rekia was beyond Malachim. That, that, that statement is incredible. Um, the Chassam Sefer writes about him with a reverence reserved for one of the Tanoim. Incredible. But Chilo Berchimo about Rebnosa Adla. Besides being Oisik, besides Kabbalah and everything, he also had a tremendous yad in Chachmas Oilam. He also had Han Hagis that set him apart. Lamashal, he davened with Havaras Faradit. Not because Hasashon was a Tzayini, but because he held it was the right. Yeah, we, Dr. Elman, that was a shout out to Dr. Elman. But he held that Havaras Faradit is right, that it's much more Meduyak. He also had duchning every day. Now, duchning every day is the halacha. The Ramah writes that in Ashkenaz, in my story, they, they stopped and he started duchning. And other things, he had his own hanhagis, quietly, but his minion, that's what he did. Now, understanding, we spoke about Frankfurt yesterday. Frankfurt was as conservative a city as you can get. People were extremely makbit um, on the halachis, and we'll talk about it later in some opportunity amends about how the whole music of minhagim, kehila, pinkis akohol, things like that were German. And Frankfurt, being the Irvemi, so like that floor describes it, were tremendous kanoim. There was one shul, one set of minhagim one rabbina, one rav, and so on. And that some person, Isaac and Kabbalah, has his own minion. So, so they, sometimes they let him have his own minion, but they were, they were right of him, literally right of him. And they forced him, they put him to Cherem 1782. So he was all of 30, 31. And he left with some cipher together to Baskovitz. Batsas was a city, another as a city. He was there as a Rav for a while. They found out about who Rav Nasadla was, and they sent back a letter to Frankfurt. Why didn't she tell us about his strange Ahagis and he's Noyak Shalikeshura and Shlaikidin? And they kicked him out of Baskovitz. He left back to um, Frankfurt. And he told the Chassam Seif accompanied him back. Chassam Seif had accompanied him to Baskovitz. And the, the Rebbe Nasadla told him, at this point, our paths must part. You go on, I'm going back. He was 30. They never saw each other again. So this is a younger man that at the age of 20 opened the yeshiva. At the age, and the Chassam Seif, Chassam Rabbi Muvak, was somebody between the age of 20 and 30 that the Chassam Seifer said, Malachim's understanding of Lamala pales in comparison to Reb Adlas. And that was it. And he departed, he went back to Frankfurt again, and um, he, um, they put him again into Cherem, the Ravat Lecherem, he was Nifta. And that was it. So. If we're reading history, there was this interesting fellow, controversial, um, 
dared buck the Minhagim of Frankfurt. Could be argued that it was a potential danger for Yiddishkeit. Some people could argue that, um, you know, maybe had they let him do his stuff, it would have gone off the derech with all sorts of crazy and hugges and things of that nature. That, that could have been very, very academic stuff. Now, he had some interesting Talmidim. For instance, some Sefer, the Balshemtev of Michelstadt, who we'll speak about some point later, was a Talmud of his. And Rabbi Avram Bing, who became the Rav of Würzburg and was one of the Gedolim of, um, of, of, of Germany. Rabbi Avram Bing's Talmidim were the Orch Lener, Rabbi Yaakov Eppinger, Chacham Bernays, who was very similar to Rabbi Yaakov Eppinger in the sense that he was very stark, a big person, beautiful speaker in German, knowledgeable in Chachmas Olam, and these two were the Rebbeim of Epsham Shafal Hirsch. So Rabbi Yaakov Etling and Chacham Bernays were Tamir of Rambing, and they were the Rebbeim of Epsham Shafal Hirsch. Now, one more person who was a Talmud of Rambing, his name was also Reb Nassan Adler, but people mix it up. It was a different Reb Nassan Adler. It was Reb Nassan Marcus Adler, who became the Rav of London. He was also a strong Rav, academic person. He wrote a foundational work on Targum Unculus called Messina Laguerre, which until the most rec recent one on Unculus and Taimim was obviously the most important work. <laughs> it's an inside joke for the actual people here. And the Sina Laguerre was, was also one of these from academic works that was a landmark. So I just want to take a pause a minute and to think a little bit about Reb Nossam Adler's range of Talmudim. So he had a Talmud like the Baal Shem of Michelstadt, who was also a saintly figure, um, Bal Yeshuas, Mikubal, um, that type of person. He had the Chassam Sofa, who was a um, your classic. I, I don't know. I hate using these terms, but when we want, he was the mainstream Adam Gadol that saved Hungarian Jewry. And you had Avram Bing, whose Talmidim it became the prototype of a person who could express Torah with, through the, the, the language and the Chachm of Yavan and save German Jewry. So here was a person who, looking back, lived 49 years of life, was a person who had very few Talmidim, who could understand him, was not and it didn't have any really official position. He had a yeshiva, was looked upon suspect, was a nerdaf. The righteous and strong community of Frankfurt saw it as its holy mission to prevent this person from undermining the foundations of um, Yiddishkeit in Germany. Rorodifim told basically they destroyed him. His Talmidim 
saved Hungary and Germany and served as a prototype of being able to function in a different milieu um, and be Torah true. How do you understand it? I don't think we need to understand it. But again, taking two steps back, like we spoke about in the in the in the uh, Rabbi Yaakov Emden and the Frankfurt Machlokas, perhaps it was important that there be um, that there be an Eluva Elu. The people in Frankfurt really were sincere. They were Gedola Olam. If every Mikubal could open up his stand and peddle his stuff, then Yiddishkeit becomes a, a, a bunch of, 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 of nonsense. And they stood strong. He, he had an emiss. He, he was a person who was, um, who knew that he's carrying the seeds of emiss. And, and he produced what, what saved. It's, 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 it's extraordinary. We'll see in a minute a letter from Sofa. It's extraordinary that the Sofa, who was as mainstream as you can get, and again, I'm using the term, I hate using such a term, but it's an important term to use, was a Talmud Muvak of his. And now I want to read a letter from Sofa that I think puts a perspective on it. Um, it's a quite a famous Tshuva Chsam Sofa, and it's Orachayim Kuf Tzadik Zayin, and he says like this, there was a, there was a, a Rebbe in, 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 um, in the Ila roof, we saw, Ramosha Teitelbaum, who was the, one of the first Hasidus um, in, in the beginning of Hasidus in uh, Hungary. We spoke about him in a Hungarian trip, and he, the, the Chassam Seifer was very mechabed the Hasidim. He, he, he felt that they were good Hashbar, but he also felt that they were a little bit overboard. In other words, he disagreed. He disagreed and, and so on. And someone wrote him a letter, I, I, I don't know, it might be the Ehler himself, that how you talk him that he said bad things about him. <laughs> so he said, Nirakilu Nemruk, he said, Mikoisle Ksovaya Shigari Manshe Kalakadisha Potak, Nirakilu Nemruk Dulturim, Kilu Libi Hasvesholim Cholok Rimenu. Um, he said, I heard from, from people who said that I'm ki'ilu fighting you or, or, or I'm saying bad things about you. He said, the Gemara says in Brachis that if somebody is choshed, you have to explain yourself, you have to mevarachim. So he says, I hope I'll be able to make myself understood and you'll, you'll understand it. I want to tell you the truth. Kimeraglo bepumi. I always say, anything that's written in the Shulchan Aruch, it is given to everyone, and no one can take exception from a Sefer Shulchan Aruch. Ochein, he says, I feel the Torah ain't like, he quotes him on Yavamis. If a person says, I'll only do the letter of the law, in other words, you tell me if there's a Sifat Shaharach. If there is, I do it. If not, not. That's also not good. Kizen Nasa Mitzvah Anoshim Ilimada, 
It becomes habit, it becomes cultural ethnicity, it becomes tradition, and that's it. No good. Any person who, who, who comes across to HaKadosh Baruch we recognize it by the things that the person is exceptional in. So a person is exceptional in things that are specific to him. No two people can have the same Hanhagas Hasidus as each other. Because no two people can be the same. It's just like if you buy presents for your beloved one by the book, then she is not beloved. If you buy things that speak to you and to her specifically, that shows it. So if you follow a Shulcha Aruch for Lifnimish Rosadin, it becomes Rosadin. And that's why it says, Kalah Yisos Kebnei Kishriyim, everyone is Mishuneh. Each one is Mishuneh B'maisav. He's quoting Yomar Yomar Yitkatan. Avotoychei Misachem Kalah Yisrael. That's the way it should be. Va'ach, Lasois Eidor Shleimah Kulam Yishas Mening Echad Lekulam. To make a whole community where they all have the same Anogas Chasidus, Imkin Higufa Naschot Yisrael, Umitzis Anoshem. So you're turning that into habit. It, it, you know, a, a strimal is wonderful, but if you're wearing a strimal, then you're wearing a hat. A gartel is wonderful, if everyone's wearing a gartel, and it's a gartel, then it's a belt. It's the same thing. He says, um, He said, I saw the hafloor. The chosid should be kuhuna reb nosan adlo. That's the Baal Shem Tov Michalstad. They did not have a group following the Anhagis. I never heard them dashing Zohar publicly. Believe me, I was kosher and dovuk to these three people, and I can tell you if I say I never heard it, they never said Isaiah publicly. Their talmidim are all They're all ge'oylim and ge'oylim, and they're different. And, and, uh, and this is what I always say. That's one thing. Then he addresses something that bothered him. They were saying that Tfilas Sfarad, Nusach Sfarad, is holier than Nusach Ashkenaz. There are some shitas like that. There are some people that believe that. And the reason is because Kavanis Arizal is Nusach Sfarad. So that's why they damn Nusach Sfarad. Vaida Marti. Katfilu ben Nusach Sfarad and in a Kenai Prisos Ashkenaz. Ashatayr Mikrobelis be Dehem. May others have shown him. Diana Richus Hayevitz, we call you Arif. Achbiyos. So he says, believe me, Ashkenaz, and Sfarad, Sfarad does not put Ashkenaz to shame 
in terms of the nista that's in Nusach Ashkenaz. Nusach Ashkenaz comes from the Katmonim, the, the, the same Kavonis that were there. Ach b'yezah z'erab nishko sisa Kavonis o'yegonis, we forgot Kabbalah. Obedeira achrin, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had the Rizal, um, uh, uh, the, the Rizal reveal those Kavonis. V'zoho asfadim shoyim ibeneim, the Sfarim azoycha that he was a Sfardi, and he was megalat halumus eschoshalahem, and if we were Mezoycha, somebody would explain the Kavanis in our tefillah. So he says, Falkane says, if, if somebody wants to daven with Kavanis, he has to have Nusach Sfar. That's true. We don't have Kavanis Nusach Ashkenaz. I unfortunately don't know, not Kavanis, not this. I'm, I'm happy, to, I, I daven the Nusach that I was Murgal. That's what I'm going to stick to. That's he's quoting himself. This is what I believe in. This is my shita. I never spoke about anybody, especially a Gavin Rabba like you. And if you still think that what I said is not is not appropriate, please teach me what I should say. I'll accept all I will I will with love carry your techacha, and I hope that will make peace and shalom and. I, I hope that you'll be mispowered for me and mention me and so on. That's his, his letter. So, again, the different sheets, but but I'd like to, I'd like to put together because I think the some safest letter should be a guiding light for people. He says Torah has two halakim. There is the chelak of halacha, which is uniform. The etzem, Hakadosh Baruch Hu spoke. He spoke to anyone that's called Yisrael. He's he that that he, he, that's who he spoke to. In as much as we're chelik or klal Yisrael, Shas and Shulchan Aruch is mechayev every single person equally. To roots him why I I shouldn't be so this and this or more than that doesn't exist. But a person who's just a Shulchan Aruch and there's nothing nicker that the person has special on Haggis means that it's just, it's perfunctory. By definition, perfunctory means we're doing just what, what's written, what we have to do. Avas Hashem means that a person searches his own soul and finds in what areas he needs to express himself more strongly. And that's why big people express their own on Haggis in extraordinary ways. And the Chassam Seifer says they're not meant to become public because that defeats the purpose. And therefore, he says, the big people that he saw, and this is an eye-opener, this helps understand Reb Nasa Adler. Reb Nasa Adler was the Chassam Shebe But what he gave over the message was Torah, and every person who is royal Akach finds his own derech. And that's why the Chassam Seifer is Ochos and Dabak of Nasa Adler. It's why the Baal Shem of Michelstadt was a Kaddish Vitor, an extraordinary person with his own Anhagas Apricius, came from the Sadler. It's why Sonic from Bing, who produced the Urchlaner and the Chabernais of Shanshfal Hirsch, of Zil Hillesheimer, they all came, they were able to take the same Tairus Emes and express it in Hochdeutsch, in beautiful German, quote philosophers, and, 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 and stay true. That's that's incredible. It, it, it's and, and take a look at it. Evan Moss of 
the person that Frankfurt threw out was the savior of Frankfurt and the savior of Hungarian jury and the savior of German jury. We spoke yesterday about how Frankfurt had gone from an extraordinarily extraordinary palace city to almost nothing to once again Luciferis. And today we understand about a person that was hidden behind it, who was unknown in his door, was a Tzadik Nister, was a Nerdaf, was looked upon askance, and ever more it's something when you think about it, it's just it's just incredible. I I'm, I just uh, it, it's something that to me is 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 extraordinary part of of, of Jewish history. Okay.